0: long ago, never wrestle with a pig. You get dirty, and besides, the pig likes it. George Bernard Shaw.
1: You're listening to Writing Roots, brought to you by Aspen House Publishing. Welcome to Writing Roots. I'm Lee Hull. And I'm Leigh This is not necessarily piece of advice, but more something that we can see in the behaviors of authors everywhere and it brings down a lot of criticism and this is how we respond to critics of our books
0: we mentioned last episode how sometimes people will post negative reviews in hopes that it'll uplift their own book by comparison and how that's a completely faulty mentality The only thing you can do if this happens to you that makes it even worse is to respond by arguing with them. Because like our opener quote said, the trolls like it. They like playing in the mud. That's their thing. This one especially is one that it feels like there's a logic behind arguing with critics. And one of the first things that comes to mind when we talk about that mentality is a sense of injustice my book is fantastic. If you're only leaving a one-star review, then that's on you. And I'm going to argue with you about it because you missed all of the main themes of the book.
1: And it can be really difficult because we are so protective over our stories. I mean, these are our babies, but it is so dangerous because if you go out there and you argue with the critics, you're not showing a very good face for yourself. You may think that you are putting the troll in their place or that you are showing that you are better, even if you're logically arguing it out, but that's not how it works. People never look at that and say, yes, that's a good thing. This tendency that people have often grows from a place of not wanting to admit fault, not wanting to admit that, yes, maybe there were things that needed to improve, that if you defend yourself, people will see that, but they won't.
0: Another thing that is probably the absolute worst way to respond to a critic is to accuse the person leaving the review of terrible things. Well, you didn't like my female lead character because you thought she was unrealistic. Well, that makes you a sexist, terrible person. And people will respond like that. And it never reflects well on you, the author, especially when you start attacking the person leaving the review In general, don't leave any response, but if you must, the details, the words of the review itself are what you're trying to change. You're not trying to vilify the person leaving the review under any circumstances. That never ends well.
1: Another dangerous way people respond to criticism is to try to take every single piece of advice that they hear from everyone, that they will see that, oh, This person really wanted this particular relationship to go somewhere, so I'm going to try to lace that in, but these other people didn't want that, so it's going to be really rocky, and this person really wanted to see less murder, so I'm going to do that, but I'm writing a murder mystery, so maybe I need to have some murder in there. It just gets to be so difficult because you're constantly trying to please people who will probably never be happy.
0: I remember once I was giving feedback in the writing club years ago and I mentioned that she, at the beginning of the paragraph, said that it was nighttime and then we had no other indications the rest of the time that it was night. It wasn't difficult to see or anything like that. So I said, hey, maybe make it a full moon so it's easier to put this context and we can kind of start to understand it. And she literally added a line saying it was a full moon. And that was it. (laughs) It was not my intention, but it was literally what I said. But she was just putting that in there to appease me, not to make the story better.
1: Let's get into the reasons why responding to or listening to criticism to critics can be a dangerous ground to tread. First off, if you are accepting Every single bit of criticism, every single bit of advice that you get, you're not writing selfishly. You need to evaluate every single piece of feedback, good or bad, and see how it could change your work. You know, some people actually do have good advice or good opinions when it comes to your work, and you can listen to that, but you need to do it critically. If you just accept everything, you are going to fall into a very dark hole of never thinking your work is good enough.
0: Another reason why responding and especially defending your works is a terrible idea is you're only shooting yourself in the foot. Readers don't actually expect perfection, they expect art. They expect to be moved. I have been distracted by excessive proofreading issues, But every once in a while, like once a book, if there's an issue, I can overlook it because the story is worth it. So this pretending that your book is perfect and therefore you are perfect is unrealistic
1: and nobody likes you. And there's a really, really good, fairly recent example of why this is bad. So there was an author, not really going to apologize if I pronounce her name wrong because I really don't like her, Lauren Huff. Who went out on Twitter after publishing a book and started calling people names for leaving four star reviews? A couple of people had posted on Twitter, loved the book, four and a half stars. And this author called them a holes for leaving a four and a half star review. And every single other author out there was looking at that saying, I would be thrilled if someone left me a four and a half star review. A lot of readers were looking at that and going, four and a half stars is amazing. I don't give books five star reviews. So it just created a lot of animosity towards the author that actually ruined her career projection and turned a lot of people away from running to read the book because the author had very publicly said, if you don't think my book is perfect, then you are not worth my time. And that's a very, again, very toxic way to go about approaching criticism on your book. And then she got trolled because trolls be trolls.
0: Yeah, trolls do it for the attention. So if somebody never read your book and says, well, I thought the vampire subplot was stupid and there are no vampires in your book. They're just doing it for attention. They're hoping to get you to respond. They're hoping to needle you. Again, like our opener said, they like it. And they will beat
1: you down with experience. So when you have this idea that you need to respond to criticism, what do you do instead? If you feel
0: compelled and your inner character, your, your hamster or whatever, is telling you you have to respond to these critics, instead, engage with your audience on social media in a positive way. Think the positive reviews. So there will be some positive and some negative. And just give them a quick response, interact with them, because the more you interact on your social media posts, the more visible they become. So if you just go, thanks, glad you liked it, then they start to feel this personal connection with you and they will take your side so you don't have to.
1: Yeah, if you have that open engagement, that open response, people will feel more free more able to come to you and be nice about it. If you are nice, you are going to get kindness in return. So if you show that, yeah, you're having successes, but also show them your difficult times, show them the struggles and the frustrations so they can see that you're a human, that tends to bring a lot of people to your side. And
0: these negative critics who are especially just trolling you and are doing it for the attention, have no actual sense of what fiction is most of the time. Well, you had vampires in your urban fantasy and that's unrealistic. Well, yeah, vampires don't exist. Why are you grilling me for that one? It's fiction. They make themselves look bad enough that by stooping to their level, you're only making them look better by acknowledging them. So just let them make themselves look stupid over there and just let them be.
1: Yeah, my general advice for responding to negative criticism is just ignore it. Don't look at bad reviews. Don't let it get into your head because it can be a very easy trap to go into a downward spiral of not thinking that your books are right. So instead of accepting it, instead of worrying about it, respond to the criticism, respond to any of that by saying, this is something to be celebrated. You did a thing that a lot of people say they want to do, but never will. You published a book. Celebrate that. And even
0: if you are statistically the absolutely worst reviewed author on Goodreads, Goodreads releases a list every year of like the
1: 20 worst authors of the year. Great, you're on a list. Yay! Some people like to go read those books because they're amusing. And
0: one of my favorite responses that I've seen to negative reviews is to use them as a marketing tool. There is a coffee shop in my hometown. The competition got all of their friends to give this particular coffee shop one-star Yelp reviews so that the other coffee shop would look better. So what they did was they went and told all of their people, hey, if you leave us a one-star review, we'll give you a cup of free coffee. So they got a thousand more one-star reviews so they can claim to be the absolute worst coffee shop in town, according to Karen on Yelp. That's amazing. (laughs) This doesn't work every time, but it worked for them. And using those negative reviews as a marketing tool can be a way to promote your book to the right
1: people. The other thing to do is to remember your book simply isn't for everyone. Your audience should never be everyone. That's just implausible. Your audience are the people who like the same things that you do, who are interested in space vampires, who are interested in urban fantasy or whatever it is that you're writing, that want to read the books that you are writing. And a lot of the bad reviews come from a place of reading a book that isn't in their genre. So remember that. And then, I mean, really, just ignore it. Ignore the negative. Focus on the positive. Focus on the accomplishments. Because this is your thing. And it all starts when you write selfishly.